This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana, in studio. In studio. We're back. We're doing a bunch in studio. Um, Love the in-studio experience. I do, too. I mean, not to say... The out of, you know, like last week's episode was a, was a, was a classic to me. I thought we'd had a great, epi- that was a memorable Agreed. taping. It was fun, funny. But when we're here. Better, much better energy. The energy's up. Yeah, yes. this is what it's all about. We have our live studio audience yes. of um, Sean and Maddie who produced the show. Yeah. I Well, that's how I know, like, you know, I like hearing them, you know, chuckle from, from the corner. Like, I know if something is going over, like, you know, when you're in Zoom land, Right. It's just you and your stuffed animals. Exactly. You have nothing. Nothing. And you wind up looking at your own face <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm excited to be back. What are you? Uh, what's going on in your world? Um, shows. I'm traveling around. It's been nice to meet you know the fans and people who love the show and come and approach me. What I mean, it's been good. You know, like uh, how have you been? How was like Valentine's Day? Did we talk about this? Did we talk about that? I don't think so. Valentine's Day was solid. Yeah. It was good, you know, good, solid Valentine's Day. It was there, and then it was gone. Um, <laughs> and it was another, I would, I would say, like, the, uh, an average uh, Valentine's Day as they go. Okay. It's on Monday. Yeah. yeah. How was the worst day of the year? The worst day of the year, my birthday. I love that that is caught up. <laughs> yes. Like, I love that that is, like, a thing to pe- It's an inside joke, for sure. It's not like the world knows it's the world exactly. worst day of the year. But I, I, the, the weirdest part is that the worst day of the year, my birthday, February 21st, and then the next two days were like gorgeous weather, t-shirt weather. People yes. were feeling good. I'm like, wow, we really did get over the hump. You know, like See? we really have risen yeah. out of this thing. Just called it. It it was very much a. I get like reflective on a birthday. I'm not like a big like right. celebrate guy, but yes. I'm also we've like discussed. Do you think anyone who celebrates their birthday is a loser? Fucking loser <laughs> child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just look at someone. I'm like, what, what, what what's so wrong in your life that every day. Is right. oh miserable. So you have to celebrate this day. I need the win today. Well, we talked about this, I think, more intensely when I turned 30 mm. because I had like a whole like birthday wine tour thing. And you were like what you said, which is very accurate. Like there's no one who celebrates their 30th like an unmarried 30 year old woman. <laughs> Um, which I was birthday. at the time. Yes. yes. Um, and it was very, very true. It's like the sometimes, sometimes, some years you really need your birthday. Yeah. I you think, know? well, I think it's more, to me, it's got to be more of a female thing because mm-hmm. you got to go celebrate everyone else's all shit, bullshit, yeah. all their bullshit. And you've somehow created more parties along the way. The engagement party, the bridal shower, the, you know, first the, birthday, first, the baby's the, born, the, all that other shit. All yeah. that shit. So it's like, I do understand. Like, I don't think that there's, you know, the. I think that the, there's got to be, there's always a societal environmental reason for the things we're all doing. Yes. And I would imagine, like, there, if you're turning 30 and you're single and you've gone and done bridesmaids duties at fucking 30 weddings, you're like, fuck all of you. I'm getting mine today. You know? Yes. Like, 
you have you need something just some sort of get back there is, that's totally true and then i think you also have around my age you have a lot of people who are starting to have kids and mm. like get pregnant and all the other stuff so like if they're not at the moment it feels like this is my last chance oh the- like to like have fun <laughs> forever like there is like a sense of like okay i'm doing this because like soon i can't do this and i'm like i'm i'm on it i'm in it and people ask why there's such a thing as fear of commitment. You know, like <laughs> the idea. We're going to have all the fun this year and then we're not going to have fun for another 10 years. And then we die. Yes. It, it, yeah, the next time we have fun is at a um, a party for our graduating child from high school. Like that's exactly. the next, when we celebrate and then decide if we divorce or not. And then we decide if we want to have fun together <laughs> or separately. It's sad life, people. That's what it is. Well, you know? happy birthday. Thank you. It's uh, another year, uh, 37. I, I, an old man in this game. I, I, young man, young man. Young man, old man, middle age. I'm I, 40. I mean, I, I didn't even think. <laughs> Where did 40 come from? I don't know. It's You've just never like, mentioned 40 before. Never in my life until right now. And okay. now I'm like, it's on my mind. It's like, it's, uh, it's not on my mind. I don't know. I... I definitely, um, it father is father time, father time. That's right. That's what start calling me father time. Father that's, time. that's my new nickname. Um, I, yeah, just, I, I will 40 s- scary to you. The idea of 40 is 40 like to men. What 30 is to women. A bit? I, I don't think so. maybe, I don't know, but now that it's now that I put it in, now you put it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I won't sleep for the next week. I, I will say like, I remember vividly my dad talking to my dad one day, like this was like five years ago and saying, calling him hold. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think men perpetually think they're 28, like forever. Okay. Like, Is I, that I, the ideal age for men? I guess so. Yeah. You've, you've got, you, you can save, right. you're, you're on a career track Probably a little bit a more, have a job yeah. and you feel sexually, you know, with it, you know. Right. And you're not the youngest person on the market. So there's right. like still people who are. I feel like a twenty-three-year-old guy is like that's a child. No, that's that yeah. ain't that ain't going. That's not where I feel felt the best. Right. You know, because you're like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I'm, there's some of that at twenty-eight too. But yeah, well, now you know you 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 you've got your shit together. So I feel like it can't be. <laughs> I I have to say, as a as a thirty-seven-year-old man, the the you know what doesn't get me anymore. Let's do drinks. Like okay. it, 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 with I, a date or with, with a friend d- with a date. Okay. Like I I I just. I don't want to go. I I think this is. I've been talking a lot about this in stand up world, but like just the idea that like it takes a lot to get me out of the house at this point. Okay, like to go meet up. I got a message last night, and it was like, "Let's do drinks," and I was just like, "No." What do you, you want to do? That I don't know. That's a, well. I do that again. Then I look in the right. mirror. I. You're ex- that is the perfect question. And I, and you know, I was just like, you know, I don't nothing. know. I, I was nothing. I, I, I don't know. I need to be, um, I feel like there's an age where someone, need, I think maybe there's an age where you just need one, a, a pep talk coach. Okay. I can be that. You can be that. Yeah, like I can be that. if I could, but I would say like, and then you'd say like, well, how did, why did they message you? Who are they? What's it? And, I, and, I, and yeah. I had all those questions too. Had none of those answers. Like they like randomly saw me at a show and then were like, we should do drinks. And I was like, no, nah. right. <laughs> what? Well, that's fine. I can't think, you know, that to me makes sense. Cause you don't know that person. There's nothing to indicate that this would be 
any more a fun experience than it would be an unfun experience. Well, I also have this with the apps. This is why I deleted the apps because it got to we should do drinks. And even, and this is something, you know, word to the wise, everybody. Every, like this idea that men don't know, don't hear the tick, 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 tick. Okay. We know the timing of things. Like right. anyone who, you know, acts like they don't know, you know, this whole thing of like, why doesn't he ask me out? He keeps texting. He doesn't ask me. I was like, no, he knows. He well, knows. So then if he it's knows, time. He knows he's just not interested in doing that. I guess, you know, and, and then I think of myself, like if I know, then why aren't I doing it? And then it's just like, and it's not about the person as much as it's like, I don't even know them. Was the was the talk even worth you know going on the date? Was it you know right. is this better than the couch? You know, and this isn't male driven. This is not gendered to me. This is just. I think this is more. To me, it's more age thing or like no, I you know because I've heard that sentiment not just from you from other people mm. of like, hey, this isn't fun. Yeah, I feel very um, unenthusiastic right. to even leave the house at this point and to like get, go into like the, it, 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 like I'm noticing that now. Right. I think and I've heard that actually interestingly from a few different people at this point where it's kind of like, yeah, if, if the right, if I meet the right person, like I'm mm-hmm. interested in dating, I'm interested in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm not. To the act of like actively trying to get it is just not, it just doesn't feel good. That totally agree. That, that's, a, that's kind of the sentiment. I, and I've been thinking again, because I'm in this worst day of the year birthday reflection mode right. of like, what do I want? What do I want to do? You go, and I go, I know what I don't want to do go for drinks. <laughs> like I, I actually thought that to myself as far as dating is concerned. But if you met someone, you would want to go for a drink. So yes. Someone that you met that you were like, kind of had like a nice little bite-sized interaction with that was exciting. And, and that turns in, and the depressing part about that, I think for anyone out there is the chicken or the egg. What comes right. first? You trying or this phantom ghost floating into your life that like turns you on in a way that you're like, I gotta get a drink because- it does get like, well, if I'm not motivated now, what, you know, what, what is the right. thing that moves the, unmove, uh, the unmovable object? Well, I guess it's the idea that like, what if, what if you didn't meet someone? How would it be? I'd be would pretty be okay? good. I, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind that's of your the other answer. thing. Yeah. I think that's also sort of your answer. It's like doing the work to meet someone I think is an important thing to do if that's something that you really want. And it's okay. It's a lot of people really want it. And so I think those people should be like on the app and, and trying and actively trying to go out with people and actively trying to go on dates and keep meeting people. And that's what you should do. But, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's mm. great. A lot, a lot of people find a lot of happiness from relationships. Some people are kind of like, okay, either way, like don't care that much. If it didn't happen, like let's say it didn't happen like ever mm-hmm. for you, you'd be fine. I would be okay. I'm sure I would regret, have regrets. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm sure I would have regrets. I don't know when those regrets sink in. You know, like I, this is where we come back to 40, like the number right. 40. You go, because what you end up doing in something I never really did before is start counting on your fingers. You okay. know, like you go, well, if I got in a relationship today, then maybe married by 40, then I'm 41 at the, you know, first kid and 
and now I'm 51 at 10 and it's like now I'm an old dad you know like you know what I mean yeah. like I never did that I've never done that before and I'm sure women have been doing that for way longer than I could understand like I I, I think women at like their quinceanera are like okay if I get married in three years then next year you know I'll have the baby well, you, you know, have like, all these messages and they come from everywhere mm. that like that's what you got to be doing and that's yeah. like you know a big part of your life and again it's not the idea it's not scientifically possible after a certain age mm -hmm. so you've mm -hmm. got there's that thing in the back of your head that's like make sure like the sec where's the second date like it's got like mm -hmm. we've got like things to do um and i think for that's like you can have a kid you could have a kid at, at any age whether it's like the ideal age or not the ideal age and i mean any woman can have a kid at any age too if like they they have to work a lot harder for it. Sure. Than it, a man. It, it, the, yeah. So again, that's the reason I haven't thought about mm -hmm. it, and I know that the people across from me have, and right. you know, you do sense the urgency a little bit, like what's going on here. You know, like the. Well, maybe then don't be on the apps. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, off. I think, right, I, I, I'm, that, I'm fully deleted. It makes sense to I'm me clean. for you, especially you know I've known you now a long time. Mm. And I've seen you in a relationship and I've seen you not in a relationship. And to me, you don't seem significantly happier in a relationship than not in a relationship. You seem like kind of like, to me, at least how you come off to me, mm. equally happy. I'm either, pretty even keeled. Yeah, um, like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, as long as I have my phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be a-okay. Like right. the movie Her. I, and I think I, that's a great that's a great place to be. You know. Yeah, I, I I feel good. I think like you just, you know, this, I think this space of life, and I think a lot of our listeners would probably agree, it's repetitive, it's, it doesn't feel like you're growing, and it feels like, you know, what is this all, where am I going? Right. And, you know, the idea of like getting into something more serious that seems fun because it's a new ride at the park mm -hmm. you know and i've been in serious relationships and i was you know happy then and no, i'm saying not to say that you weren't happy yeah. i'm just saying that your 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 happiness there's some people i know where they're in a relationship and i can feel they're just like they're happier mm. or sometimes they're less happy depending on the relationship but like they want to be in a relationship and then they get in a relationship and they're just, a ha they're, they're, they're happier. They can sense like a general happiness than yeah. when they're not. And I'm not saying that you're happy or single, but I'm saying like, I don't notice a large difference in your sure. levels of like contentment. Yeah. I, I, well then you go, what, what am I missing out on the happiness? You know, like there's that thought of like maybe, but you know, that's when, when you're 37, you're like, have I never been happy? You know, like, and well, you go, right. well, I've definitely been fucking happy. No. You know, and like, I think like everything is also a, a trade-off. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like every good thing, every, you can have a relationship and it makes you happy, but it makes, you know, in other ways there's, there's other things that you, you know, there's, there's things about being single that you don't get when you're in a relationship. There's things about being in a relationship you don't get when you're single. It's like, there's, I don't know if one is necessarily better than the other. Although I think certain people thrive more in a certain relationship status. Yeah, I heard a couple talking. I overheard a couple talking and I was like, thank God I am not in a relationship. Like I, oh, yeah. I like hearing couple talk. When, talking like just boring talk. This guy was like, he saw the, uh, what's the name of the store that has the American flag shirts? Old Navy. Old Navy. Thank <laughs> you. Old, <laughs> Old Navy. Uh, and then this guy looked at his girlfriend like they were in a couple and he goes, 
remember when like the old Navy American flag sweatshirt was a thing? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> Can well, you, you imagine? What do you, what do you That's want? That's what you have to talk about? Oh. What do you want from a relationship? Though? I don't know. I just, maybe I heard them at a bad moment. Maybe they, I, but I was just like, this is. <laughs> That's probably their good moment. What is it? I'm completely confused what you think. I don't know. I've been in a relationship. I yeah. know, but I was like, this is what they talk about. This is what I'm aspiring to. <laughs> this is what I'm looking for to go remember the old Navy for that's that flag what, shirt. That's I was like, what life oh. is. What do you think life is, though? Life is like I don't think it's know, life the little is, things you're right. that are like, oh, someone who like remembers that with you. They're like, yeah, like I remember, you know, we used to. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, but I agree, life is more monotonous, but it's got to be better than that. It's a moment in time. Like, at least look at the person and go, look at how ugly that fucking sweatshirt is. Like, give me something. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they have that conversation sometimes, too. I don't know. I I I wanted to go up to this couple and be like, break up now. Here's the thing. The best part about being in a relationship isn't the riveting conversations Mm. that you have after, like, years and years of dating. It's not Mm -hmm. like, eventually you kind of... I mean, yeah, you could say something funny or someone could, ref- that happens. But like mm-hmm. most conversations, it's like, well, what are we doing for dinner tonight? Yeah. What are, you know, like what's going on this weekend? They're like not that exciting. But the trade off for that is like the stability that you have of having someone to like kind of rely on in the situations or who remembers the thing or you've built a life with and they like, you know, they've been through like the good and bad stuff and they're still there and you kind of have this like, you've both been through it together. You're right. It's, it's having, the person there without even having to look that they're there. Right. So it's, I, it's yeah. a security it's a, stability thing. And that's why you, that's why a lot of people have only have kids when they're married is because they're like, yeah, you want to make sure that there's not like the, cause to have like a stable family, you kind of mm. need that boring sense yeah, that you're there. I, I agree with that. I don't know. I just hearing it, you go, I don't know. Just, you know, just know that if you mention the Polo Ralph Lauren teddy bear, it's a deal breaker for me. It's All right. Over. Well, it's anyone over. who's listening. <laughs> no, I think, and that's why I think they say, oh, it takes work. It takes work to, like, keep things, like, interesting Spicy. and exciting. Yeah. And, like, but even so, I don't think any couple that's been together long enough is, like, exciting all the time no i sort of like an unhealthy relationship is exciting all the time (laughs) that's fair yeah Yeah. that's not my expectation but it's i i guess i want that dull conversation minimally (laughs) well not i guess i'm so far away from that part of the relationship okay at this point that you kind of that i'm like oh my god how that's another thing And I think this is the hard part about being single and having been in relationships and now you're back in the whole, in the workforce, so to speak, is you're like, oh my God, I'm so far away from that. Okay. Like I'm just seems like not at all part of your world at all. At all. Right. And that like to get to that where I can feel like there's someone to the right of me, you know, that, that relationship where the person is there for you, but you don't even need to look to to know that they're there for you. You got to go on a first date. You got to go on a second date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to you got to well, have sex. You got to figure out if if it's physically right. Then you got to meet the families. And you got to you know, it's like a whole you're like, "Oh my god, I got to start at the right. beginning of this fucking No, totally. And video I remember game. when I was being single and looking at people had, who had met their, you know, they got married to the person they met in college. I'm like, you just got to skip all this <laughs> shit. Like you just got to like it was just ha- like to happen so naturally. Yeah. And like 
but you know what I mean? But everyone has that in some, some, some things you got to work harder for. And some of the shit is exciting. Like, listen, and, but it, then it's like, you know, I guess I'm living with like an incredible fear of like getting, like, I've, I, I feel a little bit, the, the thing I'm dealing with right now is getting past this like second date ish area that you're like, that you feel like you're making promises to someone. Okay. And not being ready to make the, you know, that's, that's a, that's a fear of, of mine. Like that's why that hump feels so much bigger now. Well, how did you get over the hump last time to actually be in a relationship? Um, sometimes I think back and I'm like, I don't know. You know, it took a lot of understanding from probably the other side and, right. you know, understanding like of like, but like, you know, look, I don't want to blame schedule anymore. I don't want to like blame, you know, I don't want time to go by passively. Okay. You want to be at, right. You want to be, be very active. Um, purposeful. Pur- right. Purposeful about yeah. who you're spending time and with. And that's been, that was my big birthday realization was the, that I'm not purposeful enough. Well, I think that people appreciate that though. I think any, again, I don't think, I think there's this idea on your end where if you go on a third date with someone and then you don't want to go on any more dates with them, they're going to be like devastated and their life is, and not, that's not to say they wouldn't be upset Mm. because many, I mean, I would probably be upset if I went on three dates with a guy I thought it was going really well and then he didn't want to go on a fourth date. Mm. That would be like a little upsetting, but it would be like upsetting for like a couple hours and then I'd move on. Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of part of dating is just being okay well, I guess I Things that don't work out. You're absolutely right, and it's an ego thing for me. It's all about me. It's not about anyone else. I don't think if it wasn't, if it was only about you, you wouldn't care because you'd be like, "This is what I'm doing." I think it's nice that you care. I think it's nice that you're thinking of that proactively. But sometimes I think about it too much that I let it go on and on. You know, right. like and I and I think that's and that's not about the other person. It's totally my right. insecurity, my stupid fucking ego, and then also. We read these emails during those two hours of upset. Like, are the emails that come yeah, to this podcast are written when the person is in those two hours of being upset. And I'm totally. like, I'm just like constantly put, like, I I, const- I think of like the people writing in to here all the They're time. They're all going to be okay, though. That's yeah, the they whole are. Thing. And, and I like, say that to them. Right. We say that to them. They we are. do. They're all going to be okay. It's like, it's good for you to get rejected every now and then. It's not that big of a deal. It makes you like understand that it's not that big of a deal in the same way that I think that you going on three dates with someone and then practicing Mm -hmm. just figuring out the best, like relaying that message of like, this was fun. I actually, I, you know, I don't want to waste any more of your time. I don't really feel like this is for me. That's an upsetting thing to hear, but it's fine. It happens. That's sort of like, that's just like how, like the more you do it, the easier it should almost become. Mm. Right. If you just practice doing that and then it's like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I feel it's like I'm excited to do it. But this is how I do. I know I I feel good about myself because I know I'm not someone who's wasting someone's time. I feel good about myself because like I know I'm not a person who's like trying to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. And that doing that whenever the feeling arises will just reinforce that feeling for you. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's it's been the harder part of figuring out this thing mm-hmm. so far. But. Well, I think the act the the impulse is is nice i think it shows that you've like that you're thinking actively about the other person and then the next part of it is just realizing that again like it, it's just sort of a net it's a natural you know what i mean people get sick people get rejected bad yeah. things like life isn't all only incredible well then also you you know when you do this thing and it's like oh well maybe i should try again you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you go 
Well, you know, because the, 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 the other hardest part about dating is other people come with their stories and everyone has everyone's story that relates to you that they try to relate to is the, is the exception, not the rule. Okay. Everyone that comes up to you is like, well, you know, we went out 72 times until I was like into it. And you're like, just shut the fuck up. Like your story isn't anything to do with most stories. Right. Like, and then you go, well, maybe I should wait 72 times. And I'll maybe, you know, like, <laughs> like, no, I don't think you should. But I also think, you know, there's, there's a little self-reflection to be, to be in the fact of like, if I, you don't have to worry about that. If you look inward and you're like, okay, if I, if I trust myself, I trust mm. that this person isn't going to make me happy. Um, yeah. But also, we all also all know if maybe we're being a little bit too critical of something that isn't that big of a deal, too. So, like, you were the only one who would know that, and you think you know yourself enough to know you and you. Out. I mean, I think the the premise of this podcast is too critical. <laughs> you know, like that we are looking at things and unpacking them to like right. to the nth degree. But it is, um, yeah. I, I this is yeah. This is all to say. Happy birthday! Thank you. It's good to be thirty seven, almost forty. Basically 50. Basically, wow. 72. That's how old I am today. Nice age for uh, you. <laughs> we got, listen, we got you up merch. We got that crew neck sweatshirt, yeah. people. I wore, I wore it the other day. Comfy, cozy. It's great. Perfect sweatshirt. I wore it in recording last week. Um, and we've got the you up hotline. Give us a call. If you missed the last episode, we played the voicemails. They're so funny. They're amazing. Guys, please leave us one. Number is 212-589-8903. And, you know, we've got a new podcast out, Bad Vibes. Check it out. It's very funny. It's a lot of fun. And, Jared, what do you have coming up? I got shows, people. I'm in San Francisco this weekend. I love San Francisco. I'm going to be at Molinari's, getting an Italian sub. I'm going to be doing all the San Francisco things that I like I'm to excited do. for you. Chinatown, getting drunk in Chinatown. What's your favorite city to perform at? I don't want you to like. Just, I don't want you to uh, alienate any of your. Of your... <laughs> well, I, I, I would say my favorite. Where do you get booked? And you're like, oh, that's exciting. I'm... Uh, San Francisco. Like, okay, I, I genuinely. I'm not just saying that because I'm there this weekend. And please come <laughs> to the show and bring your friends. It, yeah. But I, I, San Francisco is like one of those cities that I like can't stop looking at. Like, it, it's so foreign to me. Right. It doesn't look like where I'm from. It looks even though like it's Europe. A, it, it really bit, yeah. has like a European, mm-hmm. everything about out there is different than how I grew up. Like I do feel like I'm in the princess diaries. Like I'm, right. I'm in that scene and I'm, I, you go, like I have friends that live outside of the area. You go to their houses, like it's a very Cali bro right. lifestyle. It's just like, I feel like uh, it's, it's just such a cool it's just cool to be in a place that you're like, I've never, I have no relationship to this place. And then people come to shows and they're cool. Like they're fun. You know, my brothers moved to San Francisco. I'll send them to your show. Send them. I'll get them tickets. So, but people, if I can't send all of you tickets, <laughs> the rest so, of you are going to have to yeah. <laughs> go to jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. That's right. Uh, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake city, Kansas city, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. So those are my dates. Uh, jaredfreed.com. Jaredfreed.com.
There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. All right, let's get into about? today's topic. We're talking about cosmetic surgery and, and how you relay that information to a significant other. Okay. I mean, <laughs> this is, I, I like this email. It's an extreme case to me. It is. And I mean, I have a lot, I have a lot of thoughts. Should we just get right into let's it? Let's get right into it. All right. Hi, Jane J. Saw Jared on the streets of NYC a few months ago, heading to Romcom Field and took it as a sign. I had to see his show. I saw him when visiting friends in Richmond. He was great. Love you both. Congrats on the wedding again, Jordana. You and Mike looked amazing. Anyway, I'll get right to the question. What a lovely, um, comprehensive intro. Very comprehensive. Yes. At what point in a relationship should you tell your partner that you've had cosmetic surgery? Is this something that you need to disclose? And if so, is it reasonable for it to be a deal breaker for the other person? Growing up, I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I was the mouth breather in class. This is how it all, every nose job story starts growing with. Growing up. Yeah, growing up, and I couldn't breathe out of it. It was a septum issue. No one ever just. Uh, and ever, I hated my nose. Right? <laughs> like, there was a, Godspeed. Whatever you got, you got. Exactly. I don't care. I'm kidding. I was the mouth breather in class, so much so that one time a girl asked me to stop breathing so loudly in third grade during a test. LOL. People have said that to me, too. Just saying. Really? Yeah, people have told me to stop breathing loudly. Do women remember everything? Yes. Like the remember idea remember every negative thing every- anyone has ever said to um, and me in my entire life. Every yeah. subtle slight yes. is just etched. Every dig. Every day. I can tell you anything. Yeah. <laughs> the moment that it all, and it's funny. She's probably been thinking about getting a nose job since someone's other door, but I just want to say that that is not a weird thing. I've been told that before. Someone in third grade. Is there a St. Bernard in here? <laughs> Who is breathing like you. this? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah, that was you in third grade. I can see. <laughs> What's the deal with multiplication tables? Now, <laughs> <laughs> Just some guy cracking jokes has no idea that's ruined this woman until she's later in life. Poor Who's girl. breathing like a Hoover vacuum? How many girls have you created these long-standing <laughs> issues they needed to get plastic surgery for? Um, she's still she was, blaming this person from third grade. <laughs> I would even have to take a breath before chewing so I wouldn't be chewing with my mouth open. 
As puberty hit, my nose got noticeably <gasps> larger. I'm dumb, 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 dumb. You're like re-traumatizing this person all over again. I mean, she's explaining it in such detail. I mean, like, okay, you got a nose job. Good for you. As puberty hit, my nose got noticeably larger and became something that I was really self-conscious about. Coming from a family of Italians... <laughs> I was not the only person with a big nose, but as the oldest girl in the family, I got a lot of criticism about my appearance. Um, yeah, Jews are another category of that with um, potential issues. Yes. We, we know a few yes. that have had their nose done. It's okay. I just knew I would feel better if I could get a subtle change. I got a nose job both for medical and cosmetic reasons the summer between high school and college. They always mention the medical reasons. Yes. It's always a deviated septum. Yes, deviated de septum is the number one um, yeah. thing. This made a huge difference in my confidence and my ability to breathe. Like it was honestly hard to kiss guys before getting the surgery due to the whole holding my breath thing. I feel like we she could have prob we could have probably fixed that. The the she probably doesn't need to hold her breath. While she kisses? Yeah. Well, she couldn't breathe out of her nose. Okay. So she was going, like, try, like... You just do gasping everything. Yeah, like, I... I <gasps> <laughs> like, she's going for, like, a, a long, like, uh, swim underwater. Yes. You know? <laughs> like, are we going to kiss? <gasps> there we go. Nearly 10 years post-nose job. I'm now 27, and I've been dating my current boyfriend, who is 29, for about six months. I'm meeting his family in a few months when they fly down for his grad school graduation, and we've taken a few trips together, and we've even talked about marriage and kids someday. Do you think I owe it to him to tell him about my nose job from a genetic standpoint? Am I genetically catfishing him when our kids come out with these with big noses? Also, kids don't come out with a huge nose. When's the last baby you saw when you're like, every baby has a tiny nose. Oh, it, my God. It's a schnoz. <laughs> like, what is the I've doctor? I've never, ever seen a baby with a big nose. Me Have neither. You? No. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> no, did you, but I <laughs> did you know that your nose and your ears are the only, are the things that like grow throughout your life? Like they get bigger throughout your life, but your eyes and like mouth stay the same or something. Yeah, that's why you see like old men with like droopy ears. Yes, yeah. and larger noses. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just like the <laughs> potential baby with this man. Yeah. Am I genetically catfishing him when our kids come out with big noses? He also has a very uh, strong nose. I have been as clearly as I mean, who fixating. does she think she's dating? Like this idea that like these men that anyone's walking around being like, oh, good. The she's got a small nose. We can genetically work this out. <laughs> they'll be fine. They'll be OK. Like I. Um, so he's got a very strong nose. I've been totally honest with him about everything else about me. Family drama, mental health stuff, medical issues, etc. But I feel like he should know this fact eventually. He is just such a down to earth guy that I worry this will make him think I'm materialistic and insecure when really it was just something that improved my quality of life and confidence. Also, who knows if he would have still swiped right on me if it weren't for the nose job. <laughs> Not sure if this matters, but none of my friends or people outside of my immediate family know about the surgery and no one ever commented on it. I feel like the fact that the nose job was not a dramatic change might make it a little better. I don't know. Anyway, along with the whole genetic catfishing part, here are my questions. One, what do you think would be a reasonable amount of time to tell him, if at all? Two, how would you feel if your significant other said they got cosmetic surgery? Would this change how you view them? Three, on another note, do you think this would be viewed differently for different types of surgery like breast reduction, breast enhancement, nose job, Botox, etc.? Love, nosy batch. It is... Um I, we laugh because we love like yes. we're making fun, but it, because this is, I mean, in my mind, like fucking tell him today. Right. To me, like, the I, bigger red flag is nothing to do with the fact that she got a nose job. Again, I know like 
so many people. I'm from a town on Long Island, 70% yeah. Jewish. I know probably like more people who have had a nose job than haven't. Um, <laughs> not a big deal at all. I think the weirder thing is that she hasn't mentioned it just because now she's built it into this like huge, crazy thing. Where it's it, like, about her, not him. Yeah, it has nothing. Like, I don't think any, no one's going to, it's not a big deal at all. Here's the, like, I was thinking of this just on the way here, just like, what, what in what world would I have an issue? Like, that I've been genetically catfished. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a thing. Also, a if you thing. think about, like, wearing makeup is catfishing. Anything that you do to enhance your appearance, wearing a flattering shirt that shows you from a certain angle is catfishing. It's like, it's, you're enhancing your appearance. You're doing what you want, need to do to make yourself feel confident and excited to go out. And I don't think any, most, I would say, I'm not going to say no one, but I would say most people I feel like would not mind that. The sooner, and the sooner she says something, the sooner she, her soul is set free. It right. feels like she's under a curse. Yeah, she feels like she has this big, dark, scary secret that like it, when she meant, I think that's, and that to me, almost like, I feel like that would be an interesting thing to share with the guy just because I think that like this, and cause she thinks it's this thing that she's triggered by with the nose job or this fear is like kind of irrational. So to me, that's almost like the more interesting thing about this whole thing to him. It's like, I don't, if she said to him like, Hey, I, I've never mentioned it to you. I've actually had a nose job when I was little. I was somehow, for some reason I've been like terrified to tell you for some reason, I think you're going to like think mm -hmm. I'm like super job, a super materialistic or super superficial. And I'm like, I'm really scared that like it, it's been really scary for me the idea of telling you even though I kind of feel like it's not a big deal. Yeah, she it's it's interesting you use the word irrational. She's irrational about how she's played it out in her head. Right. She's but she got it in a very rational way. I can't breathe. My nose is big in a way that makes me feel less confident. I'm going to make a change. That all right. seems that's totally normal. The idea that you're the only one that lacks confidence in this entire world is not right. Everyone has confidence totally. issues. Everyone has problems with their body, their face. Something on them makes, everyone has something on them that makes them feel less than. And so like anyone would understand. So right. it's irrational to think that he'd be like, but but I'm a perfect creature. I could never touch my body like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and it's, a, it's for me, it's like a great, it's a great way to practice being vulnerable because if yeah. you want to be in a serious relationship, it's not just showing the person the part of yourself that you feel like is the most perfect. It's showing them the things that like you feel a little insecure about because everyone has those and that's what makes you actually closer to someone. Here's the only way that I saw that I would be turned off. Okay. And it was, and it's very specific. If her email was like, I hate people who get cosmetic surgery. And I tell everyone that cosmetic surgery is awful and you should be proud of who you are. If right. you're that person, but then you have this dark secret, it's like finding out the person who's against gay marriage is gay. Right. Yes. You know, like, it's like, oh, you're a hypocrite. That's yes. when I would be. But the thing is, everything here is consistent with the emailer. The emailer is like, I had this, you know, this this breathing issue. I felt on you know, not confident about it. It doesn't sound like that they're like, against plat if they were on social media every day being like love yourself no matter what right. i would think of them a little different i'd be like i you know love yourself no matter what like but you never mentioned this other thing it's like the person that's like you gotta hustle when they're like a trust fund kid like right. yeah. it, you know again does and it match the context does it match the person and can you admit to okay well i post stuff about love yourself because this was such a hard thing for me. You know what I mean? Like totally. it, I think that cut, that's the only time and where I'd be like, I yeah, roll. If she was like, yeah, 
anti, she was touting anti, you know, self improvement to, to make yourself feel more confident. That would be obviously. Yeah. A hashtag thing. natural skin, hashtag no makeup every day. Like, right. you know, it doesn't it's seem just like, like she's doing that. No, she's not doing that. But I'm saying that's, you know, like to stretch this out to like, in what world could someone reasonably be right. like upset with this information? That's the only scenario totally. I could see. And here's the thing. If let's say he's in that very small minority of people who's like, I don't like plastic surgery and I don't, I judge you just mm. for the fact that you got it. And I don't want someone who's had plastic surgery. That person's not a match for you because no. here's the thing. You wanted a nose job and you got it. And if that person is so offended by the idea that you did something to make yourself feel better and like you look different than you would naturally, they're not the person for you. Yeah. No, I, I've, I mean, listen, I've been with people who've had plastic surgery, never even, I was like, good for you. Mm. You know, whatever. Uh, never really you registered. Like the way they, it's kind of like, if you like the way they look, you like the way they look. No, I, really yeah, I don't care, care what really, the restaurant yeah. looked before the renovations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the food's delicious now. I'm loving it. Exactly. I don't care that, you know, we might have a couple of kids that we got, you know, that are all more schnoz than head. <laughs> As they come out of As the womb. They, That's not my child. My wife has a small nose. Uh, Who have you been sleeping with? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Um, yeah. No. Like. I, I, but, but let's say they are that person. They're not the person for you because you know what? You got a nose job. Yeah. So and you did it, and you look great. I'm sure. And I love, but I just love that. You can see in her email, like, all the qualifications she's making for why she should get a nose job. It's just so ingrained in us to, like, be so hard on herself. She's being hard on herself. Like, in third grade, someone said my nostril could yeah. fit a full human in it, and it never left me to this day. Right. It's like, just get the, it's get like, the nose you job. You didn't like your nose. Just get a nose job. It's not a big deal. I got, uh, I had stretch marks on my stomach uh, from gaining too much weight. I got those lasered off. That's a form of yeah. plastic surgery same thing you're not 100 natural no one yeah is. say it i think she and i'm not saying this because she can say it whenever she feels comfortable i'm not like but i i think you and i agree like right. it'll be like the spell has been released from you right you'll realize the secret is actually a lot more taxing than the actual thing that's like that you need to tell absolutely you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you ready for some awkward sex yes 
UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. A very different awkward sex today. We are closing the sexed gap. Yes. So if people remember. This was last week's, right? Two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. Two yes. weeks ago, we received an email from the the doctor and his girlfriend, right? It was the girlfriend of the doctor who was, te- they were sexting. And we said, we were like, what is the, what are the, and she was calling him what depraved. Are, yes. And we were like, what are she these She was sex? like, these disgusting, revolting texts that I sent that were so, it kind of, yeah, it made it seem like they were like, I don't know, next level. And we called to action for the people for the, to send us your sex so we can see you know because honestly now after reading her sex like to say they're awful no they're your fantasy yeah. like so i think what we're going to try and do is close the sex gap yes by reading and this person hey j and j i laughed so hard and had such a time hearing you read my story on the podcast what an honor so if you want to hear the story go back 2 weeks and it's the doctor during his uh was delivering the a baby on the 16th I think came out. Is the 16th? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so go back and listen to that. The group chat and rest of my friends that listened texted me because they knew it was me and we all had a great time listening to your hysterical breakdown of it all. I'm here to close the sex gap. You wanted to know what I considered as depraved and filthy. You asked, so here you go. I attached a sample of our normal sex play. Before you go read the attached screenshots, know that we use sexting as a safe place to act out fantasies we'd a hundred percent never actually go through such as threesomes, foursomes, anal, and cuck holding. Okay. Okay. We mix it in with toys we like to use in real life and people we know in real life to make the fantasies more real, feel more real. This is uh, I wonder okay. if any of those people are listening. Uh, they might be. Sometimes we still sext each other from the opposite rooms in our house to keep things fresh and spicy. Hey, I'm eight months pregnant, and I refuse to lose our sex life over some kid we haven't even met yet. Wow. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At what point does the kid become, it's okay to lose a little? (laughs) I mean. I've only known you a week, baby. Yeah, come on. Don't think I'm not going out. (laughs) I've known Jessica our whole lives, and it's her birthday. Yeah, I gotta, (laughs) we gotta get to our fantasy place. As for jacking off in the call room, a room with two sets of bunk beds, trust me when I say that is one of the more normal vanilla things that happen in there. Oh, I guess we reference like, what does he do? The call room. And the, they were, he was sexting in the call Where room. he was sexting from. People have sex in there all the time. I'd never want to see that what horrors a blacklight would uncover. Thanks again for bestowing upon me the honor of being featured on Awkward Sex. We will still be listening to you guys to keep our sanity after this baby is born. And my husband and I are elbows deep in diapers and spit up. We both see far more disgusting things at work, so hopefully that helps us keep the spark and blow jobs alive. Love y'all sincerely. Fifty Shades of Grey's Anatomy. I changed the name a little. Okay, this is great. So are we going to read these sex? I guess. I mean. They're intense. Let's do it. They're a we're, lot. but We're, we can, we're we, closing. I'm, I mean. We have to close the sex gap. We have to close it. It's funny because I have to. Re- I'm her, so I have to read all of the like intensive, like, uh, intensive super sexual things and you just get to say like yes please yeah. <laughs> i'll be her i'll i'll okay. take her i'll okay, take fine i'll you'll I'll be, take her. Her. I'll I'll be, be her. her i'll be her i'll be let's you do know it. that you know I, we're even reading listen i'm not gonna sit here and I, I, listen i'm not against yep. I, it is well when i read these these a very male move to go 
awesome. KK. Yeah. Cool. Love it. (laughs) Yes, please. This was like one step above like thumbs upping the. the Well, I also like that she writes, we would 100% not do this. Like, let's just be clear. Like, if you're sexy, I don't really buy that. Like the, oh, we would a hundred. That's a very, to me, like, it's a very female thing to be like, we would never. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, we would totally not. She's saying this because they're probably saying the name of some some person in them. (laughs) Well, she crosses them out. We would never do that. But, you know. Okay, so I'll be her, you be him to make us all feel better. Okay. Want to play like you walk in on me and blank? Look at that. She used a real name. Yeah. I mean, Well, that's why she... Yeah, she cro- we don't even know the name. She crossed it out. Want to play like you walk in on me in blank, and then she dominates me so you can play with her huge tits? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very male thing. Yep, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get her back by calling over some big dicks and I get them all off and then help them punish her. You come home from work to find blank and me and my teddies playing with each other's pussies and tits. We are being super filthy. That sounds fun, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if anything, this closing the sex gap is teaching us that men need to step up. Seriously. Sucking each other's nipples and fingers while we fuck each other with fingers and vibrating dildos. We don't even notice when you walk in. <laughs> oh, you? <laughs> we're, we're going to town on each other's tits and pussies, making each other come. Aw. It's nice to see you all playing nice. I strip down to my boxers and I'm rock, rock hard. <laughs> then she sees you walk in. So she turns me around so my back is to her and she roughly starts to fuck my pussy with a huge dildo. With her arms around my neck, slightly choking me, she says if you help her punish me, you get to play with her huge tits. I just like the idea that he's like between rounds at the hospital, like just quickly, like, you know, you might not even be really like scanning it. Like He's using the, the auto type to write thanks. He just writes T and then right. hits and thanks. It just automatically goes, mm, I like that plan. Do you help her, baby? I definitely help, baby. Baby's probably a bad word to use. Yeah, while I was like, "Is this the?" Well, yeah, this the, is. I don't think. I think this is from the actual that the nurses were reading, on call. Oh, is this? The, I think she's saying these were the texts, right? No, these are just a sample. Oh, these are just a random sample. Okay. Yeah. Do you help her? No, he's not delivering the baby. <laughs> that's, what I, that's why I originally thought that. I'm yeah. like, is baby here yet? Yeah, we got the baby. <laughs> Are you jealous we were playing making each other come? Or does it make you and that huge clock of yours hard and happy? You forgot the emojis. <laughs> oh, uh, eggplant emoji, water emoji, tongue emoji. She keeps stretching you out. I bite and twist your nipples while you scream. Hard and happy. Mm. How rough is the baby? I'm not definitely, I'm definitely not getting any voice work. <laughs> from, from not doing no voiceover. <laughs> no. She gets so rough with me, she fucks my pussy so hard with that huge dildo and bites my ears and neck. I yelp out. I like the word yelp used there. I yelp out, but then you put on my leash and collar and tell me to be a good girl and take my punishment. Then you walk me over to my bed and she ties me down, face down, ass up, and makes me lick, suck, and deep throat that huge dildo she 
ducked me in. She fucked me with before she shoves it in my ass and roughly fucks me with it. I think we get the idea. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think, I think. I think we yeah, get the there's idea. there's so much more here. Yeah, there's a lot. She was, okay, you're depraved, you're you depraved. Okay. It's disgusting, <laughs> okay. We tap out. <laughs> ding, 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 I ding, ding. I think we get the idea. Well, yeah. I mean, it's um, good to know what no. people are doing these days. Yeah, I mean, also, it's, if you are looking for some inspiration, you want to get into the sexting game, you can copy and paste these. Absolutely, yeah. We will not be posting them on our Instagram stories just because <laughs> don't I don't think we want to get kicked the off the platform. Yeah. But listen, good for them. Yeah. Um, this was a very dramatic reading. Yeah, and I'm. It def- she definitely is. A, she's creative. She's not. T- she's probably not talking to her husband about the the uh, American flags on the old navy shirts. No, they <laughs> probably not. She's thinking of whatever cock is underneath that old navy sweatshirt. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. It, it listen. Good for them. They're keeping it spicy. I don't necessarily believe that we would a hundred percent never do. You know, like right. you know, none like of that the, stuff seemed like. No, I it's mm. it's depraved, but it's not that depraved. Bring out the dildo. Yeah, go for it. That's fine. Let's do another like, email. Yeah, I guess it'd be weird for this person who's their friend yeah. to find out <laughs> the friend whose name yeah. was crossed out. Well, it sounds like she said her whole group listens, so I wonder if if it's one of them. Whoever's got big titties, they're thinking about you. <laughs> Someone's sitting there with like an A cup, like, I guess I'm out. Yes, it's not me. (laughs) Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. 
Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another email. All right. Another email. Dear Jane J. Love the podcast and have been a big fan for a few years now. You guys have been in my ear and provided sage advice through the ups and downs of dating, including the breakup from my engagement a while back. Don't worry, been to slash going to therapy and doing the work. It's cool and this is relevant in a moment. I will do my best to provide as much context as I can, but this story has some history to it. So here we go. Oh, it does have some history. Okay. A lot of history. A lot of history. I've known my now long distance girlfriend since freshman year of college where we met in the city. We are both 35 now. We never dated in college, but always flirted and enjoyed hanging out. We were super close, but were friends and always saw each other as, hey, there is that cute girl slash guy again. I know this because she has since told me. We both were dating other people when we first met anyways. We stayed friendly through college, but that is about it. Didn't speak really after and were more just acquaintances. About three years after undergrad, we ended up both going to grad school in a different city. We had more chemistry than ever before, and it was great, except for the fact that she had a boyfriend of seven years. To cut to the chase, it was not a healthy situation for either of us over the course of about the next three years. There were moments where I was the other guy, not proud of it, and moments where she loved being together and still others where we were drunk and yelling at each other. Eventually, she broke up with her boyfriend and moved back to our college city. I decided the situation was too toxic and tried to back away. I started dating someone else and eventually cut off all communication because I got engaged. I admit I failed to fully explain the situation to her. It was bad and she hated me for it. Again, I know because she has told me. Well, engagement ended because I was with a very abusive and manipulative partner. Again, been to therapy, doing the work, and I really dodged a bullet if we're being honest. After that, I reached back out to my now girlfriend two years ago. It was a lot of work and talking for both of us to regain the trust we had before. We didn't know if we could be friends, let alone date ever. About six months ago, we decided to try dating despite me living across the country. My therapist brushed away the toxic shit from all those years ago as, and I quote, you were both young and stupid. Who cares? Interesting therapy. I mean, <laughs> what alley does your that is therapist? That's very weird. He's in a band. Yeah. Like, California band. <laughs> He's a band therapist. A band therapist. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to, this therapist, I don't know. I, that I, seems like a very strange approach from the therapist. Maybe they were like having an off day. Well, <laughs> like, I can not hear Who cares? <laughs> we're all dumb once. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, that's very, that seems odd to me. Well, um, I would also say, and listen, sometimes people are more honest with us than they are with anyone in their lives. Right. Like, I don't know how much your therapist knows they to give look that at their answer. therapist in the face every day. Right. Right. Like, we just got a whole story that... Uh, my reaction would not be, who cares? I'm not a professional. I have no idea. I mean, maybe... I, maybe that's the, the answer, so, but, but to say that this whole history would have no effect on their, yeah, it's a on little their weird. current situation to me seems like a little bit strange. Yeah. So because my plan is to move back to the city in the summer slash fall. It has been going great except for this one thing. She is friends with pretty much everyone she has ever dated, slept with, or made out with and <laughs> sees some of them regularly. I can hear Jared in my head. She said yes to his naked body before. Maybe she will again. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That knows me well. And I think of all, I think of all of them as predators. As I write this, she is out to lunch with the guy she dated right before me and broke things off with to date me instead. 
Doesn't it seem odd that the Friday before Valentine's Day, this dude wanted to grab lunch? Okay. I don't think Valentine's Day is like a month. No. Like it's like, doesn't it seem odd that three weeks before Valentine's Day, she Six and a half months before Valentine's Day, they went for drinks. The Valentine's Day part seems totally irrelevant. Yeah, to it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. I just see it as a check-in. Like, can we fuck again? I'm available if that dude is gone. Am I crazy to be intimidated by these relationships? What do these guys get out of it if not trying to keep someone on the bench as a possibility for later? She and I have lots of long conversations about where we are and what we want. We knew years ago we wanted to be together, but we're too dumb to figure out how to do it without being awful humans. We've grown up a lot, and I'm very proud of the work we have done and gone through to get here. But how do I get to the place where I'm cool with these types of relationships? I have mentioned it is not my favorite thing in the world, but I would never tell her who she can and cannot see. Any advice for a guy 2,000 miles away whose girlfriend is having lunch with the last person she slept with before me? Or plays rec sports with the guy she made out with drunk at a bar on a regular basis? <laughs> Will I ever be comfortable with these relationships or am I always going to think of them as waiting in the wings to see if I ever get kicked to the curb? Thanks for all that you do and helping shine a light on the darker corners of dating. Signed, a guy who has never actually seen Predator, but I don't think I'd like it anyways. I don't know what that is. Predator is a movie. What is it about? It's not about, it's an alien movie. What is it? It has nothing. Well, I I guess. Have you talked about Predator on your other podcast? No, I've I've never even seen Predator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he mentioned it in his email, but. Oh. I guess the predator thing, but it didn't really. Oh, that as, she's thinking of them. As, he says, I think of them all as predators. The guys that. Yeah. Which was a weird use of the word, but I guess if you're thinking of it in the alien sense, I don't know. Here, here's <laughs> what I'll say to this guy. Um, it's not crazy because he, they're doing what he did. Yes. That was, that was my initial thought. Yeah. It's like, of course, but also like that's, you were cool with that being her aspect of personality when it was benefiting you. Yeah. Because that's what she did with you. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, sometimes these things, like, I can't. He mentioned the thing about the therapist, which, like, I I'm not, we are not experts. We right. are we are just giving an opinion. If, if I heard this story in any context, I would go, this therapist doesn't have all the information to give that type of advice. Right. Assuming they're a licensed yeah. non-van therapist. Because, yeah. Not <laughs> doing it out of an alley van. I would say to this guy, this, I mean, even the way he describes the end of this email is just like, like the, it's, it's fraught with issues. To me, the basic underlying thing is that he clearly doesn't trust her. And I'm not saying that he must trust her Mm -hmm. or he should trust her, but the issue is that he doesn't trust her. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and maybe he has, and maybe he has reason. It's funny to me that he didn't connect the dots of the fact that that's what they were doing before they started. To me, that's like kind of a very clear connection. It's the clearest connection. Like we're not smart for (laughs) saying like you're doing the same exact thing that you did. Like you're worried about these guys doing what you did to the other guy because she. And and that's really the biggest reason he has the fear is not because she's having. She's not because she's getting a drink with someone she used to sleep with. It's that he used to be a guy she used to sleep, she used to had a, had a thing with, and then he did that. Yeah. So he doesn't trust her, which is again like that's not good or bad. It is what it is, and I think that's the thing he really needs to reflect on. I don't think this guy is ready to be in a relationship. If I'm going to be totally honest with anyone, with anyone, okay. I think this guy needs to figure himself out before he can like sit there and be in a, the last couple paragraphs. 
she and I have lots of long conversations about where we are and what we want. We knew years ago we wanted to be together, but we're too dumb to figure it out. You're, I don't know. What does that even mean? What does that mean? You're writing, right. yeah, this is, this is, this isn't a romance novel. This is, you know, this, the things should be a little bit more simple than they, than the, you know, the, the fan fiction he has written. Yeah, and I also don't like the way he talks about his ex relationship, which is like the, the person that he was engaged to while he was he was in, in the beginning of this per, of the mm. thing where he was talking to this girl. He was engaged to someone else, or he was dating someone else. Um, and the way he talks about her is that she was manipulative, and what did he say about her? I was with a very abusive and manipulative partner. Well, if that's the case, and again, you're the one who also saying that you were seeing someone while you were with this person, so he's not owning any sort of. Yeah. He's like, I'm better off. It was all this person. Like, to me, that sort of shows, like, a lack of introspection into your date, your own dating patterns and the way that you've dealt with your past relationship. It doesn't feel like he's fully processed that if he's, like, just villainizing this person as a manipulative and abusive person. Yeah, he's not really owning. Like, and, and his way of owning things are saying, well, us two me and this woman who I've known since college, we're going to fix everything by getting better together. Right. And it's not really how it's not how it's going to work. I mean, here's the here's the thing that with like and the fact that he gets out of an engagement, he goes back to the easiest person for him to talk to. Right. So and he's created in his mind that they're like this like love story of like meant the to complications be. and then we made it through and all the other people like the, they were like distractions and then we've decided to like that's not really what makes for a healthy, not healthy because you both say it's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and well, that's the thing that he thinks fixing us means we're both fixed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, let's keep it concentrated to him. I don't know about the other woman in this situation. The, like, if I was dating someone who's kept up with their exes, I would hang out with these exes and see if uh, it felt normal. Like, right. I'd be, I'd be like, hey, next time I come home, let's all go out, let's hang out, let me meet these guys. I'm sure they're good dudes. Like, that's a way to like feel the temperature of the room with them. And then when you see that they're just two friends and it's fine, you won't feel as bad. But I don't think it's as simple as that for this guy. I think for this guy, I think he needs to like have a re right now. What he's trying to do, it's like, a, it's like an investment thing where they, um, if you hold on to an investment long enough, it'll, it'll grow. <laughs> no, but I mean, well, it's, if you buy a lot, I, I, I don't know the name for this, but if, if you buy an investment and you say, uh, I'll hold, and then it goes down, you go, okay, I'll, I'll hold on to it until it gets back to even. Okay. Like you're never going to get back to even. You should sell now, get your money cut out your while losses, you cut right? your losses. Yeah. Like to, if you lose 50% on your investment, you have to make a hundred percent to get it back to even. Right. So right now he's sitting at down 50% trying to get back to even with this person that he thinks there's this romance with, but it's going to take twice as much and twice as right. good of, you know, um, cause now there's two people who are fucked up instead of just one. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a two for one special. I, I, I think this guy needs some time away. Like, you know, this therapist that you have, you know, dig into them a little bit more. I think like, you're not going to be fixed by the person you're dating. Right. And I think that's like something like I've had to like come to terms with. Like, it's not going to be like, you know, you're not going to get like, I remember being like, I'll get in a relationship. Then I'll be like, I'll drink a little bit less and I'll be a more normal person. Right. And that's not how it works. You yeah. know, like you do things because you want to do them. Yes. And not because it's like. This love will conquer right. all and it's right. fix all of our problems. Yeah. No, like he's writing this like it's like a movie. It's not a it's movie. It's not a movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, this is very difficult to say. That, like, plus you're two thousand miles away. Like, 
that's the other thing. Like everything happens for a reason. We do everything for a reason. We do everything to absolve having to deal with things. Right. Like to me, dating someone long distance that you had this scandalous thing with before because they're the only person that's easy to talk to because they've seen your naked body before. Yeah. There's I, a reason for all of this. What I would recommend is break up, break up with this person, go see a real non-band therapist, <laughs> licensed therapist, work on your own internal issues of like yeah. clearly like liking these dramatic situations, figuring out like what actually went on your last engagement, broken engagement, because it mm. seems like he was just like, this person was terrible. That's why it ended. But mm. like not taking any part or any ownership over anything in that relationship, which yeah. to me was a major red flag if someone described their past relationship to me like that without saying anything that they could have done mm -hmm. to cause the end of it that would be an issue in itself. I would work through that past relationship, work through your own internal trust issues and your own issues involving some sort of a need for relationship drama, it sounds like. Also, just, like, let's start with a clean slate. Have a relationship that's not with someone that you cheated with and didn't cheat with and has right. all these... That you know the past, you know the last guy she hooked up with and the guy two ago. Like, let's have, give right. yourself a chance. It only works out in the movies like that. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Okay. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com playing some red flag deal breaker. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. I think this might be a red flag deal breaker, but I might be the offender. I hate the term talking being used as a relationship status. Typically, it's used to describe someone you have been on dates with and are actively seeing, but are not in an official relationship with, not established boyfriend and girlfriend. To me, it sounds so childish, and I refuse to use this term. It would make sense if I were in high school or even college where actual dates weren't always part of a relationship, but I'm almost 30 and I go on dates. So that's not talking, that's dating. I get side eyes and flinches from friends when I describe guys as someone I'm seeing or dating early on. And I've had the guys 
themselves get very flustered when they hear me describe them this way. My opinion is that if it bugs them that after they've heard the, my explanation, they probably weren't the right match anyways. Is this a weird hill to die on? And should I hold my tongue throughout the talking stage? Ugh. Or in the reverse, red flag deal breaker. He refers to dating as talking. I think this is an interesting, I mean, every every dating term has people who interpret it their own way. Mm-hmm. Would you say, if you went on three dates with someone, would you say you were dating them? No. What would you say? Been on dates. Been on dates. I think the talking. talking like seeing, I think seeing, seeing is also like a good medium. Yeah, well, I, I, I've never heard a man called the talking face. I've never heard anyone really talk it like I'm talking to this. I guess, I've heard actually, women. maybe I have heard that. I've been talking to this person. Talking, I've heard from women. I heard, if someone says talking, I assume they haven't gone out yet. Oh, I, I guess, yeah, yeah. Like I I've could, been talking to this person on the app. I could see how talking. talking could be. We've been talking, or I could see talking being. We met up once, hooked up, and now we still text and trying to figure out a next plan. Okay. To me, it's a very casual version of dating. So someone would use it as a way to kind of like. De- deflate the like importance of it. Yeah, well, I think these, and I'm sorry to make assumptions, but these seem invented by women to make sure that other women don't judge them or they don't get too ahead. She even says, "Okay, you know, well, and in that way, maybe that's good. Maybe it's a good phrase to have in it, your back pocket. It's not. It's good for some. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, this person doesn't like it. That's fine. And I agree with her on the saying to saying a guy, yeah, I'm dating you." Is a good way to, if she feels that, then that's what she feels. Like, and it's a good way to see if they get flustered by that. Yeah, they're not where you are. To me, that's a version of the reveal. Do you say, do you say dating when you are like in an, would you only say you were dating someone if you were in a real relationship with them? If I was being, I would say I'm dating someone if I was exclusively um, with them. Yeah. If I wasn't seeing other people. That would be an exclusive and on thing. I'm dating someone is a very strong thing for me to say. I would say I'm dating someone if they were like in a three month or thing and we yeah. were seeing each other every week. I would say like we're dating. I'm dating someone right now. But to me, that's even boyfriend, girlfriend. That's exclusive. Like interesting because okay. a breakup is anytime a breakup is needed, you're dating someone to me. Okay. But I'm saying these terms like I think for her to say my only issue with what she says is she can call it whatever the fuck she wants. But right. I think my only issue with her is that when she writes. It sounds so childish, and I refuse to use this term. Well, that's okay if you refuse to use it, but like, let's not. Now you've made it like your thing. Yeah, let's not yeah. eye roll people who use it. Right. You know, like, and I think this is again, your friends are the ones that are eye rolling and getting yeah. whatever about you because it's not like the guy's reaction to it is very different than your friend's reaction to it, as she said. Right. And it sounds like the guys don't care. The guys either don't care because they are dating you or they care because they think that's too serious for them and you're finding out something you wanted to know anyways. Right. Yeah. So, so it's a good thing. Yeah. So I guess if they were, if I, if I went on a date with a guy who called it talking, I don't think I would care unless I thought we were dating. Like, like we were more serious than we were. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd be relieved by it. You know, if, but also <laughs> well, that goes to show but, our different <laughs> attitude towards relationships. But I but, think you know what I mean. Well, no, if I if I was calling them, if if I was saying to people I'm dating this person, they were like, "Yeah, we're talking." Like you don't okay. say talking. The phrase doesn't even come out of my mouth seriously. Right. Yeah, we're talking. Well, yeah. If I if I had been on if I had been seeing a guy for two three months and he I heard that he told someone that we were talking, I would mm. be like, uh, "Oh, yeah." Like he doesn't not interested in that. Then I think it's I to me. 
this is a good thing that she's making a thing for other people. Right. You know, like the the the, the deal breaker to me is you having an argument with everyone that says they're talking with someone. Right. But you can use it to your advantage of like, okay, you're going to. Great. What is what, what it means to me? Does it mean that to you? And then yeah. you're out. <laughs> you're out. I Let's like do that another one. one. All right. Hi, J and J. Love you and your words of wisdom. I realize this can be a sensitive topic, but thought as two Jews, you could provide some insight. Here we go, Mishpucha. <laughs> <laughs> My very sweet and awesome living boyfriend of two and a half years, who I am planning on marrying someday soon, and I were at dinner the other day. The restaurant was in a hotel that is supposedly haunted. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up ghosts and if he thought they were real. Then we got into what they could be, like are they energy or spirits or what? He says, I think they could be real and if they are, their souls stuck between heaven and hell possibly. This is a better conversation than the old Navy it sweatshirt. It is a better conversation. I gotta say, I, I, like I would be okay with this. I was like, wait, you actually believe in heaven and hell and the afterlife and that you get judged and, and let in or not? He says, yes. And I said, well, what does it take to get in? <laughs> He says, you have, know. you have to be Christian and believe in Jesus. Uh-oh. I said, I am not, and I don't. So and no gay people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a very narrow uh, yeah. point of view. And so he says, well, you're probably going to hell. Whoa. I burst out laughing, but he was serious. I was like, you know I'm a good person, and I'm still not getting in by your standards. He says, I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Wow. wow. I love that he's, he's, not ba he's not backing down at all. I Good actually find him. it kind of commendable. Yeah. I was floored, not because I believe in any of this, but just because he, but just that he thinks I'm going to hell and isn't bothered by it. Wasn't this a Seinfeld episode? Wasn't this David Putty? Well, wait, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, sorry. He says, I can believe what I want I'm, and I'm making my choices. The funny thing is, this man doesn't go to church and religion has never been a part of our lives. We made it a joke and said I will be fine because I love burning hot, hot showers, go to hot yoga every day, and listen to true crime and serial killer podcasts all the time, so I may actually like it. All fair points. This scenario was a plot on an episode of Seinfeld, which I thought was hilarious and also <laughs> ridiculous. Turns out I am the real-life Elaine. In the episode, Elaine dumps putty over it. Is it a red flag that he thinks this about me and isn't really concerned? It's not a deal breaker to me because it's not a huge part of our lives, but would love your thoughts. Better pack my bags. I mean, she's taking this way better than I would. Well, my uh, question, right. My question is like, is he saying that almost like as in a way of like, and I don't want kids. Yeah. Like, to get out of the relationship. You know what I mean? For, yeah. So that he's like making it known that this is important to him, even though he's not shown it at all in any sort of other aspect of his life. <laughs> Yeah, I think this relationship is going to end soon. Right. To me, that's I have like the same. Right? Yeah, same, you're tracking on the same. Because he's not backing down. He's like, yeah, you're. You know, I don't make the rules. Like you're, you're going to be going to hell. It, also, he doesn't go to church. Right. So, like, you were just born to go to heaven. Like in his mind, it, it is actually very problematic that <laughs> he does. Right. He does none of the work to be a good Christian. But he's just going to get in because he's a Christian. If if we're going with the assumption, right, that he actually believes this, yes. then he's like deeply irrational and also kind of a hypocrite. Yes. And if we're going with the the explanation that he doesn't really believe it, it's then he's using this as like a, a weird way to lay the groundwork for like this isn't going to work. This is why it won't work or you to dump me or... To, I mean, she's Jewish, right? Yeah, that, I mean, I wouldn't say this to... Even if I believe this, I wouldn't say this to someone because I would think it would be offensive. 
Yeah. Even if I like in the back of my head, I was like, well, maybe they're not going to heaven. I would still be like, <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not going to like say that outright. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few comedians out there that have a joke about like, when you die, you like, we're all together. And then they, they're like, no, when I die, I'm, I'm leaving my wife behind and I'm going to be, you right. know, and it's like this kind of a version of this too, where he's like, yeah, when we die, I'm, I'm goodbye. The, the, I, I'll yeah, be in heaven. You'll be in hell. I'll the get... Larry Cheryl eternity and beyond. Do thing. they have that? Is, is that a, it was a curb thing too? Yeah, it was a curb thing. I was, I was I, I've seen, yeah. So this is, um, it has that node to it. Um, I mean, you're right. He's either signaling or this is who you're dating. Right. And both to me are a deal Not breaker. Great. Yeah. Like at, at this point, what's the next thing? You're two and a half. You're living with this person. You had no idea they believed in heaven and hell to the point where they thought you were going to hell. Right. And so, they said their response to your like offense being taken back by that is I don't make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> God does. I've heard of him before at yeah. Sunday school when I used to go. Like if he really believes it, he thinks like is the mother of his children potentially is just going to be going to hell. Yeah. Do the kids go to hell? Good point. Am I going to hell? No. <laughs> Yeah, I would bring this up again if I were you. Yeah. So that thing you mentioned, yeah. I listen. I also wouldn't start booking the rabbi for the the wedding. Yeah, I mean, to me, that is he's inviting a larger conversation. Yeah, which he should be. Jordan, we literally just did a whole you up with benefits about dating outside of your faith and dating outside of your religion. You talked about it on, it's on you up with benefits totally. right now. Yeah. I mean, thankfully Mike doesn't, if he thinks I'm going to hell, he hasn't told me yet. So it's now, <laughs> now, now your opportunity. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we did a whole episode about dating someone outside your religion. You can listen now. It's seven day free trial. If you want yeah. to check it out, you can listen to all the benefits episodes um, or stay and be a subscriber because we have a lot of subscribers and everyone who's, I've never heard someone who subscribed and didn't love it. Yeah, people stick around. It's three bucks a month um, and you get the episodes ad free and they come a day early. Yeah. Both Sunday special and the regular episode. And you get two extra bonus a month. And it's a good deal. It's a good deal. So uh, yeah, go sign up. And all you have to do on the Apple podcast app, you just hit the button. And on Spotify, you just search you up with benefits. So it's right there. Let's do one more. J&J, red flag or deal breaker. The person cancels the date because they have a cold sore. I have a date tonight and I woke up with a huge cold sore on my lip. Is it a red flag to cancel because of this? Or is it more of a red flag to show up with a massive cold sore? Sincerely, cold sore hearted. So I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or mm. not. But if I had a date and I wasn't feeling, feeling super self-conscious about something that was going to be on fairly quickly. Mm hmm I might cancel it just to like, because it would might just put me in a less excited mood to go out and I'd reschedule for a time that I felt more like my confident, most confident best self. That's the most reasonable reason to cancel to me. Okay. Like, Good. you're not feeling great? Cancel. Hey, we'd love to do it again. Here are yeah. some dates I can do it. You know, canceling is all about, we've talked about this, is all about in the reschedule. Yeah. Like how, and, and if the person can't, like, listen, everyone gets a shot. Everyone gets a chance. I don't know, you know, I don't have... A cold, I've, I've never had one to mm -hmm. like have to can't, but I've had, other had like a really bad pimple or something. Just something that you were just like, feel like not, not I, feeling yourself about. I've felt fat and yeah. not wanted to go on a date. I think so that's it's the same I, thing. I, I've yeah. canceled for feeling fat. So right. I would say to this person, there is no shame in being like it, it, for the exact reason you said, like, yeah. I, but you know, to me, it, it turns into a, a different red flag deal breaker. Oh, they couldn't 
understand that tonight wasn't the night for me. I don't think they have to would say. You tell the, I mean, would you tell the person that you felt bad? <laughs> hey. Sorry, I'm feeling a little bloated. I'm feeling I'm not bloated. Make it. Well, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say it in I would that say many I don't words. Feel great. I don't feel great. Tonight's yeah. not the night for me. It's really not a good night for me. I've said that before and yeah. canceled. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Agreed. We did it again. Solve dating. So proud of us. Until our Sunday special, we will see you next week. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.